can't hear you. Um, <laughs> today is Palm Sunday, and uh, because of our extraordinary circumstances, we didn't have our normal procession into the church with palms. This week, I know that all of you at home, I know you're going to be entering into the fullness of Holy Week. I know that you're going to celebrate with us on Holy Thursday, on Good Friday, and then on Easter Sunday. And our readings today go through the whole passion of Christ. But today I want to focus on Palm Sunday. I want to focus on that story. And if we didn't read it today, but if you remember that story, what happened today in Holy Week is Jesus comes in on the Mount of Olives. And it's the culmination of his journey to Jerusalem. And he sends two disciples and tells them to go and get a donkey. And he sits on it. And the crowd walks into Jerusalem with him. uh, And they cry out, Hosanna to the Son of David. Hosanna in the highest. They claim Jesus as the King, the Messiah, who's coming into his city, the city of Jerusalem. You all know that story, and today I want to zero in on that. And as we begin, I want you to think about a time that you've been threatened in your life. A time when, when, when a kind of an outside force is coming against you and you felt threatened by that. The natural kind of thing all of us do is that if someone's coming after me, I'm coming after them. Right? I'm going to go right back after them. I'm a little feisty as a priest. I like to do that. I, I kind of like resisting against people. I remember my freshman year of high school, which is five years ago, I was, I'm just kidding, uh, People told me they would laugh at home. Anyway, my freshman year of high school, I was uh, five foot nothing, a hundred nothing. Small kid, nervous as a high school freshman. And I I had some skills as a football player, but my parents had never allowed me to play full contact tackle football. They never let me do that. They let me play just flag football all growing up. And so my freshman year of high school was the first time that I had put on pads and I was entering into that kind of full intensity of full contact football. And I'll never forget my first day of hitting drills. And I was just this little, little guy, Chaffield High School, and my first hitting drill I had ever had in my life, the team lined up on either side and they formed that gauntlet and there's two guys on either end and I got on my side And I looked across to the other end of that kind of line of football players. And I was going up against the biggest guy on the entire football team. And I was like, he has no idea what's coming, right? He's going to be knocked into next week. And that might not have been what happened. But but I felt that way. Today I want to talk about when you feel threatened sometimes, we go on the defensive, we entrench ourselves, we ramp up, uh, we get ready to fight against the one coming against us. And Palm Sunday, in some ways, there's a theme of that. The crowd is acclaiming Jesus as the Messiah, as the King. And here in Matthew's Gospel, this is the first time that Jesus allows himself to be publicly acclaimed as the Messiah. But what we'll find out is that those, those crowds claiming him as king are the ones who already love him. 
They're the ones who have seen him heal and perform uh, great signs on the way. But Jerusalem is going to feel a little bit threatened. And we're going to see as Jesus enters the city this week, the leadership in Jerusalem is going to feel threatened by Christ. And they're going to resist him. And ultimately, this is going to lead and wind its way to the cross. I want to apply this to our lives. All of us, I think, at some point in our life, whether today, whether you're someone, maybe you've been away from God. Maybe the coronavirus has said, you know what, I haven't been close to Jesus in a long time, and I want to take a chance, and I want to watch Sunday Mass, because this has spoken to my heart and made me think about God in my life. Maybe that's you today. Maybe you're someone who's been going to Mass your whole life. Regardless, sometimes all of us can feel that God is threatening. We can feel like God comes and he's going to ask something of us, maybe that we don't want to give him. If you go to Our Lady of Lords, you know that one of my favorite images of this is the mosaic, which is beautiful, but it's this giant mosaic in the National Basilica in D.C., and there's this giant mosaic of Jesus. And in that mosaic, Jesus definitely does CrossFit. He is, he is so strong. And he's got, you know, blonde hair and blue eyes, which I don't think he had. But I don't know, I wasn't there. But he's, he's very strong. And he can look a little threatening. We feel that way. Sometimes I feel like, God, in my life, Jesus, you come in and you say, Brian, give me that. And there's things that I don't want to let go of. And what I do, Lord, with you sometimes is I put up this wall in my heart. And I say, I don't want to go that way. And I, I want to go this other way. And Jesus, I, I love you and I'll follow you, but just, but not that much. And I build walls in my heart to keep the Lord out. All of us do that. And here's the good news today. Today, Palm Sunday, in the midst of a trying time, in the midst of a time of fear, brothers and sisters, you and I can trust God. And today I want to point out something so beautiful in our gospel that God wants to show us. Today in the gospel, in Matthew chapter 21, in the entrance, when Jesus enters the city and the crowd's crying out, Matthew says in verse 4, this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, tell the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you. Now, the prophet Zechariah is saying the king's coming, the Messiah. And how is he coming? Sometimes you think God wants to come into your life and he wants to come as a conqueror. And indeed he does. This week, Jesus Christ is going to be the conqueror. But he doesn't conquer the way other people do. The way the world conquers is by force, it's by manipulation, it's by deception. Back to Matthew, he says, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, 
on a colt, the foal of a donkey. And here's the cool thing. That word, humble, translated there in the, the RSV version, that word in the Greek is the same word in Matthew 5.5. 5. In Greek, it's praus. And what that word is translated as in the Beatitudes is when Jesus says, Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. And I want to talk to you today about the God who loves you, who does come as a conqueror. And he comes to conquer your soul and your heart and mine. But he doesn't do it through force of arms. He doesn't come to threaten us. He comes meek and lowly. And that's how he conquers our hearts. That word, that word meekness. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. It's amazing. That word is only used four times in the entire New Testament. There's only four places that's used. One is in 1 Peter chapter 3. But the other three times are all in Matthew's gospel. So Matthew wants you and I to see that Jesus is not this domineering, imposing figure. He has all authority in heaven and on earth. But he loves you. And he's meek and he comes to win you by his love and his loneliness and his mercy. So the three times in Matthew's gospel, we've talked about two of them. That first one is in Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. We've talked about this one here in Matthew 21. When Jesus enters in and he is the king, he is the meek one who will inherit the earth. Jesus will be Lord of all the earth. And the way he's going to win the earth, right, is not the way that we would do it. It's by laying his life down. But the third time is in Matthew chapter 11. In Matthew 11, Jesus wants to speak to those who are weary. And I don't know about you, but I'm weary. Right? I thought when, the, when this virus first broke out, I thought, well, this is a great evil, but maybe there'll be some rest I'll get during this time. And I don't feel like I've gotten rest. I have anxiety in my heart. I have fears. I have worries about the future. And in Matthew 11, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. Do you feel like there's something heavy on you right now? I sure do. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You see, brothers and sisters, the lie that the world, the devil, and the flesh want to tell us is that even if God's right, it's a burden to follow him. No, it's not. 
The only burden is when we cling to our hardness of heart. When we don't let him in. When we shut him out. Jesus comes and he invites us to take his yoke, which frees us. And I want to touch on that, that line in Matthew 5. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. I think that's true that Jesus, he is the king of all the earth. He is the meek one who inherits everything. All right, just look up Psalm 2, talking about the Messiah being the king over all the earth. And he is. But also, I want, I want to turn that where this can also mean our souls and our hearts. Jesus comes to reign in our hearts and our souls. And St. John of the Cross warns us about this. Christ wants to reign in us and that we have that resistance like the crowd in Jerusalem is going to have. Not the disciples, but but the the people who live in Jerusalem. St. John of the Cross says this. He says, A soul that is hard because of its self-love grows harder. One of the ways we resist God and we harden our hearts against him is because we love ourselves too much and in the wrong way. Not in a healthy way, but in a disordered way. And and the way we're freed from that is to learn to love someone else. It's to learn to love God. It's to see that he comes not as a threat, but as a savior. A soul that is hard because of its self-love grows harder. Brothers and sisters, let go of your hardness of heart. This week, here in Holy Week, let go of that hardness of heart. I have it in my heart, and I want to let go. Oh, good Jesus, if you do not soften that heart, it will ever continue in its natural hardness. Jerusalem, Jesus enters Jerusalem today, which I want you to see is your heart. As he comes to reign as king, as the Messiah, as the Lord of all the world, do you resist him? Or do you let his humility, his meekness, reveal who he truly is? He's the one who loves you. And then lastly today, if you, if you go to my church, you know that every Sunday I say lastly about four or five times. Come to Lord's. Get a good sermon, a good long sermon. Origen, who's one of my favorite people to quote, Origen was an early uh, church father, an early priest. Origen understood these, these different Old Testament prophecies to all be about Christ. And so Origen has this wonderful line, and he says this. He's talking about Joshua, and Joshua has the same name as Jesus. He's talking about how Joshua is going to overcome his enemies and overcome these cities. And Origen understands that really, through the Holy Spirit, it's talking about Christ. So he says this. He says, what good is it to me If Christ possesses the cities of his enemies, but does not possess my city, 
What good is it to me if Jesus is Lord of all the earth? If he reigns in every place except inside of me. What good is that to me? What good is it if in my city, that is in my soul, which is the city of the great king, neither his laws nor his statutes are observed? What good is it to me that he brings the whole world into subjection and possesses the cities of his enemies if he does not also conquer his enemies who are within me? There are enemies of God inside my soul. In the city of Jerusalem, which is my heart, there are parts of that city that do not want Jesus to come as the Messiah. My pride, my hardness of heart, my egoism, my lust and my judgment, my greed and my vanity, those parts of my heart do not want Christ to reign. But he comes meek and lowly. This week, brothers and sisters, open your hearts wherever you're at. If you've been away from God, come back. Right? Come home to him. If you've been with him, look at that heart of yours. I know there are still parts that are resistant. Turn them over to the Lord Jesus. And so, Lord, this week, Lord, as we come we come close to the moment of our redemption. And in this time of fear and isolation, Jesus, free us from the enemies within our souls. Lord, this Palm Sunday, as you ride into Jerusalem, may you ride into my soul and into my heart. May you cast doubt all the enemies of God that you may reign in my heart, in my soul, in my life, as you reign in every other place.